Welcome to the W2 Prison Break Show, a podcast and YouTube series hosted by real estate investor, author, and coach Brian O'Neill. Tune in each week as we interview business owners who have successfully planned and executed their W2 Prison Break. You'll hear their stories, learn about their challenges, and what ultimately pushed them over the edge and gave them the courage to break free. Most importantly, you'll discover they are not much different than you. Listen in each week as we give you useful insights and action items to start your W-2 prison break and get you on the path you were always meant to be on. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the W-2 prison break show. Really appreciate you tuning in every single week. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube, I'm waving high. We do post all of our podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. You definitely should check that out because there's a lot of content in addition to the podcast episodes on our YouTube channel where we really focus and dive in on the three biggest fears associated around leaving your W-2 job, which is the fear of money, mindset, your head's not in the right place, and then motivation is really not developing, taking the time to develop a really strong and impactful why as to why you want to leave your job and chase the business of your dreams or even the career of your dreams. So definitely head over to the channel and start learning. So let's get into today's solo cast. It's just going to be me today. We don't have a guest. And we're going to talk about you have a job that you hate, but it's a high paying job. So you hate your high paying job. That was me. That was me. I had a job that I was making multiple six figures with. I'm not ashamed to say it. One year, you know, I made over $250,000 and that happened several years. And it's difficult to look beyond that when you want to chase your dreams, right? And start your own business because that's a big income to replace. I couldn't imagine. I've talked to people who have worked in the fintech industry who have left jobs three, four, half a million dollars. I mean, you you have a job like that, you're thinking, I'm set, I'm good, I'm I'm gonna stay there. But I'm telling you that regardless of your income level, you're still gonna have those desires and those dreams feeling like there's something more out there for you, there's something better out there for you. And that was in my gut for so long. I mean, I can't even tell you how long it was. It was probably over two decades. I remember I named my business, the business that I have today, my real estate business, like eight, nine years ago, I still have it saved in my phone. I had all these entity names and I would refer back to it like year after year. I never did anything with it. And that really ate away at me. So I have this high income and it came at a cost. It's like, okay, yeah, it's great. Like I'm making all this money. You know, we're going on trips. We're going on vacations. We got all this stuff. We bought a house. We got the nice car. And then I started to think about, well, at what cost? Like, and here's really what I want everyone, I want you to think about is if that's you, if you're making multiple six figures a year or you're in a great job and you're making a lot of money, like what does that cost you? What sacrifice? I'll tell you what the sacrifice was for me is I was missing my kid grow up. I was gone all the time, right? So I give you a kind of a week in the life of me, of Brian. I had the luxury of working from home, of having a home office, which was great. And I thought that was a story I told myself, well, I don't have to go into the office every day and drive and have this commute and miss everything. But 
every week, every other week, so three out of four weeks a month, I had to get on an airplane and I had to go fly somewhere, whether it was to the West Coast, I'm in Chicago, whether it was the West Coast or the East Coast or Canada or Europe. And this happened every single month. I was flying 100,000 miles a year. So I would leave on a Monday. I'd leave on a, like a mid, middle of the day Monday. I'd come back, you know, two nights later. And this just went on and on and on for years and years and years. And I come home from trips and my young son, he looks different. He's talking different and I'm missing him grow up. But at the same time, it's like, I have to provide for my family, right? I have to go out and do this. And that was the story that I told myself. And it, it kept me from chasing my dreams, which I had. You know, I wanted to have my own business. I wanted to start a real estate business. I wanted that as my exit from my job because I really hated it. Like if I had to go sit in another airport again, you know, a lot of you might think that, oh, it's travel, you got to travel the world. Yeah, 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 I did see a lot. I saw a lot of things. I saw, I met a lot of people. I've been to a lot of different places. I don't regret that experience, but if I had to choose between seeing all those places and missing moments with my kid, it's an easy decision to make. I want to see my child grow up. Oh, you only got one shot to be his dad. And I'm also away from my wife too, who I absolutely love and adore. And while she didn't look different or speak different because she's fully grown, I mean, I was still away from them. And then my son started to tell me when he got old enough, he said, hey, dad, I don't like it when you leave. I'm scared to be in the house with mom. So here I am hearing this from a five-year-old kid who has the ability to understand what's happening and articulate it to me. And it just, I mean, it was just like I got stabbed right in the heart. And that really started the wheels in motion of me saying, hey, look, I cannot have him saying that to me. I have to get out of this. I have to figure out a way to do it. And that's when I talk, when I talk about having a strong why, that's my motivation right there is I never wanted him to say that to me again. And I did not want to miss him playing in a baseball game or a football game or practice or whatever. I didn't want to come home and have him speaking differently. Oh, hey, dad, I can do this now. It's like, I'm missing all this stuff. Sometimes I was gone for a week. If I went to Europe, I was gone for 10 days. You know, it's like, it's a long time to be away from people. And again, I'm trading, I'm making all these sacrifices to earn this higher income, which by the way, you know, I'm in the highest tax bracket as well. So I'm not keeping all of this money. And I'm telling myself this story. I go, oh, I've got this great job. I'm earning all this money. I have these great benefits. I have this security. You know, I have the 401k. It's like, it's complete nonsense, complete nonsense. And I spoon fed that story to myself for decades. And it kept me trapped in a job that I didn't like. And I had to make a lot of sacrifices. So if that's you, if you're in that similar situation, I just want to encourage you. Number one, if you really want to leave your job, okay, I'm going to give you some tips and some advice and some things that I did to help you get beyond this. Like I can't replace my income. Listen, you don't. If you're passionate about real estate, if you want to open up a franchise, if you want to you know, become a coach, if you want to start an e-commerce business, I mean, there's so many different businesses that you can start. And this is a fact. In 2021, 
over 15,000 new businesses were started each and every day. Now, were all those successful? No, but I'm just saying that's how many businesses are started. People are starting their own business and it's easier than ever now with the internet to start your own business, but further to learn how to make money in different ways. And that's what's going to give you the peace of mind to not have to replace your three or $400,000 income or really any income level with one other income source. That's the mistake. Do not think you have to replace your W-2 income with just one source. Do it with three or four different ways, five, six, or seven, as many ways as you can think of so that you're not trading time for dollars. So I'll give you a couple of different tips on what you can do. There's videos all over our YouTube channel that talk about this, but I'm just gonna highlight a few here. If you're in a job and you don't have a lot of time and you're trying to build up some passive income so that you can one day just say, hey, sayonara, I'm out. I'm gonna go chase my passions and live my dreams and not be away from my family. Real estate, real estate is one of the best ways to earn passive income and you can set it up so that you don't have to do anything in terms of like the day-to-day -day management. So I'll just give you a simple way to do this. You can go look and you can hire an agent, hire a broker. Hey, this is the type of property I'm looking for in this price range, okay? And I want you to go find as many as you can for me, right? They'll do all the legwork, they'll bring you the deal. You can use, you can leverage, this is a big thing now, because you can leverage your W-2 income and status, assuming your credit's good, to go buy these rental properties, okay? There's companies out there that sell turnkey rental properties, meaning you don't have to do anything. They manage it for you, they bring it to you, they put the renter in there for you, and then you collect the income. But this is what you can do. You can hire the broker, get a management company. You don't want to be managing this. Find a great deal. Use a bank loan. Rates are still low. Even though they've gone up, they're still low. Make sure you're cash flowing. You might be able to cash flow, you know, a few, depending on the type of property that you get, a few hundred dollars a month, get 10 or 20 of those. And all of a sudden you got several thousand dollars of passive income flowing into your bank account every single month. And it's being managed professionally and you don't have to deal with the day to day. That's putting your money to work, not you working for your dollars and trading your time for dollars. That's one way. You can build that up relatively quickly if you're aggressive with it and you get the right people around you. So you're gonna need a team. You need the property manager, the broker, you're gonna need an attorney. If you're in a state where they have to, you know, you're doing attorney closings, just finding those deals. The other thing you can do is, I talk about this all the time, affiliate marketing. If you have products that you love, that you use, you can promote them. You can promote them and get paid a commission. Like if you have books that you love and you have a following, like, hey, you can go to Amazon, get the link, get an affiliate link. And every time somebody buys something, you get paid a commission. Now, again, you're gonna retire from your job on that? No, but it's another stream of income that you can do. You can have a course, you can build an online course. All of us have something that we're really, really good at. We do, so think about what you're an expert at. And you can build a course around it, promote it, sell it. If it's got value, people are going to buy it, right? There's so many different ways that you can earn money, but I really want you to start to think about the different ways that you can earn income without you having to put a lot of work on a daily basis. Like do something once, create something, and then let it go to work for you. If you have money, if you have sideline money, you can loan money to people. You can invest in other people's real estate deals. I've done that. Okay, I've invested in apartment syndications where someone else is operating the property and then I get paid a return. 
on a quarterly basis. And then when they cash out, I get a lump sum. My money's out there working. If you got money on the sidelines right now with inflation at eight, nine percent, it's just you might as well just throw it in the trash. Seriously, just throw it out in the garbage because that's what's happening to it. It's decreasing in value every single second. It's like ice melting on your counter. So get it out there, get it out there working for you. Don't hold on to it because it's losing value. Now, yeah, you have to have some of it for a rainy day. I get that, but make sure you're putting your money to work and it's earning a return. I don't like the stock market. I really don't. I think it's unpredictable and you're at, there's a high risk if you're not fully educated on what's happening in the market. I messed around with the stock market for years and I lost thousands and thousands of dollars, probably even more than that because I didn't know what I was doing and I have no control over it. It's gambling in my opinion. So I have not a lick of money in the stock market. I put it in stuff that I can see and touch like real estate, and I can control and I know the people I'm loaning money to. I know them personally. So look at that as a way to, you know, stack like two, three, four different income streams together. And if you're, you know, the passion, the business that you want to start is going to earn you less than what you're earning now, then you'll feel much better about it because you have these other income sources. You're diversified. And by the way, as a business owner, if you set your business up the right way, I'm not giving tax advice. I'm not a CPA. That's not what we do here. But you're going to keep more of your money as a business owner versus a W-2 employee all day long. So you do not have to earn $250,000 if you are a W-2 employee. You can earn less and still have your lifestyle, okay? And then throw in the cost of what your lifestyle is, right? Like, what does it mean to you? to be with your family, to not have to fly on those airplanes and travel all the time and miss your kid growing up like me. I was willing to earn less money. And I got myself into a position where I could earn less money. Now, once my business took off, I made more. And that's going to happen to you as well, especially if you're passionate about it. You're going to put in the work, you're going to put in the effort, and you're going to get around people. That's the other thing I'm, I'm going to suggest to you as well, is you have to get around people who are thinking the way that you're thinking. Don't go to your people who you work with and ask them for advice. That is the biggest mistake that you can make. I'll give you an example. When I left my job, it's been over two years now. I've been since I left my corporate job that I had with the same company for 18 years. I interviewed two groups of people. The folks who were in my real estate group who had the same common goal to leave their job and who were doing real estate deals, I talked to my coach and they all encouraged me to leave. Now, it wasn't like, hey, just go in there and quit and you know just be done with them and tell them to you know take a hike. That's not how it went. But they were supportive of me and they listened to me like, hey, when I did this, when I went and actually left my job, these are the concerns and fears that I had. And here's how I handle it. That made me feel a lot better. Okay. Then I went to people that I had known most of my life, people that are my friends, they're still my friends today, but here's the response that they had. I said, hey, you know, I got this real estate business, you know, I'm buying properties with no money down and no banks and I'm doing really well. And I'm really, I got a team of people and I've been able to get all these houses under these properties under agreement. It's been really great. And I'm controlling, you know, several million dollars of real estate. I think I'm going to quit my job and do this full time. And one of my friends said to me, man, that sounds kind of risky. 
And that's when I knew that I was making the right decision. So the people who are stuck in that lifestyle of thinking that, you know, the system, if you will, and I was stuck in it again, go to school, get a great job, do well in school, you know, go to a company that's got a great management training program, pile as much as you can into your 401k, and then hopefully you can retire when you're 65, right? Like that's the system that I bought into. That was my download. And so many of us are in that. And that's why they say that, like, hey, that sounds really risky. Why would you leave that job and that money and that health benefits and the security? And that's when I knew, and I had already had the conversation with my coach that, hey, the risk is the job, man. The risk is a W-2. They can cut you at any time. And they could without having to explain to me why. Like, they don't owe me an explanation. It's like, hey, you know, we're making cuts. We're not doing well. Sorry. You know, here's your severance package, maybe. And then you're stuck. Now you're forced into entrepreneurship or a job making less money. So if you have any thoughts about leaving your job and trying to replace your income, you need to start working on that now, okay? Make some sacrifices now and start looking at some of these alternative ways to get extra money into your bank account. And you're gonna feel a lot better about developing your passion. And that's something that I wanna help you with because I think a lot of us are driven by dollars right? Okay. Well, if this guy can do affiliate marketing, I can do it too. Well, that may, may not be something you want to do. Or if they can do real estate deals and make millions of dollars, I can do that too. Yes, you probably can, but is it something that you love and that you want to do? Okay. And that's why I talk about developing these different income streams so that you can create a business around doing what you love. And that's what I want to help you discover. And I went through an entire process of doing that. And if you have not already downloaded it, it's free. It's the five steps that I took to leave my job, the five-step guide to jumpstart your W-2 prison break. And it talks all about my transformation before I left my job. I firmly believe that you have to transform before you can just simply dive into something else and then leave your job. Because if you don't fix, if you don't discover where you are at this point in your life and start to make changes and implement those changes, it doesn't make any difference what you start. If you do something different, you're going to have the same problems. You're going to have the same blocks. You're going to have the same fear. So you have to address that now. That's what I can help you with. And if you want to work with me one-on-one, I do have one-on-one coaching slots available. I will leave a link below, or you can go to my website, w2prisonbreak.com forward slash coaching, and you can just fill out the questions and we can see if it's a good fit. We do a 15 to 30 minute discovery call, sometimes longer, and just see if it's a good fit for both of us, because we want to make sure that we can get you to your goals. I would encourage you to do that. And then look at the links in the notes below. There's a couple of other resources, freebies that you can grab, but I really just want to leave you with a parting thought here. And that is, if you feel as if you're stuck, okay, in this high paying job that you hate, you've created this lifestyle, you've created this lifestyle that you feel this high paying job must support or has to support, there's a way for you to get out of it. Okay. And you just have to start thinking about possible ways to do it. I know it's very stressful. Okay. Like you got a family, you got to feed them. You got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. If you have kids, I mean, it's expensive. Look, I get it. I totally get it. 
and you feel like you got to work harder and keep running on that treadmill to make more money and eventually you're going to plateau. Like you're going to, my plateau was 250,000. Like I wasn't going to make any more than that. And if there was a down year, it could have been like, you know, 180. I was like, oh man, well, I created my life for 250. So if you look at that and you look at what you're doing with your lifestyle, but then also look at you. Okay. Look at yourself and ask for help. Like if it's me, great, but ask somebody else for help. Find somebody who's been there, who's been in your shoes, not someone in the W2 world. Find someone who's been in your shoes. Because let me tell you, all business owners, all entrepreneurs, most of them, unless they just came right out of school and started their own business, have been through what I'm talking about. And it's invaluable information to talk to them and have an understanding of what they were feeling and what they were doing for help. So that would be my final thought. And my suggestion to you is to find people who have done it, done what you're looking to do, are still there now and can help you and give you support, just like my coach. I mean, I talk to him multiple times a day still. He'll probably be my coach forever. I think I already mentioned that. So I really appreciate you tuning in. Please do leave us a review if you're listening on Spotify or Apple. Leave us a review. It's very helpful. Supports the show. And then again, look at our YouTube channel and go ahead and subscribe to that. We do put out the videos every single Wednesday. Again, really appreciate you listening and tuning in and supporting the show. And I hope you have just a super, super awesome day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the W2 Prison Break Show. Don't forget, you can watch all full episodes on our YouTube channel. Definitely check that out and please subscribe. Go to www.w2prisonbreak.com to learn more. If you like this show, please leave us a rating and review so we can continue to support you and the thousands of others planning their W2 Prison Break. Here's to busting you out. Oh,